This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast for Round 7. 2022, we are coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. But joining me from an undisclosed location is here's Adam Rosenbachs. Uh, yeah, g'day, Michael. G'day, junk timers. Could be the last time you ever hear from me. I've made an enemy, Michael. I've poked the bear and it's all going to come crashing down. It could be both of us, by the way. I know that I'm in the undisclosed location, but this person that we have picked the fight with... He doesn't know if it's you or me. We didn't put a name to it. <laughs> we so figure it's a, bit like, uh, it's a bit like, an, wasn't it back in the day of the footy show? Eddie McGuire and um, Sam Newman weren't allowed to be on the same flight. Is that right? Have you heard that, that one? Right? Yeah, and, and, it. doesn't it work no. for the royal family like that as well? Like, you know, where oh, no, I, I understand can't be on a plane that. with Charles? No, I, I completely understand that. You can't have uh, someone making, who's going to make you racist comments if, if the plane goes down? You know, you need to keep those things going. <laughs> So we've picked, we've accidentally yeah, picked... No, I, no, I like that idea though. I like that <laughs> Sam Newman goes down in a plane and he's like making racist comments and he's like, he died doing what he loved. <laughs> <laughs> so the fight that we picked, we were alerted to a, um, a post on Instagram from uh, one of our listeners, Dylan, alerted us to this post that said... Um, so basically it's the Australian Sports Museum, which is at the MCG. Yeah, which is actually great. It's actually great. If, you, if you've if you never been down there or if you're from out of town, you come to the G, like, you know, you want to mm-hmm. kind of like take in the day of a Melbourne game, I highly recommend, like, it's open on game day until a certain time. Head on down yep. there. Put about two hours in the schedule because there's a, a lot of great stuff there. I do love it. Do they still have the um, the kind of function where you can do the run out, like try and run someone out playing cricket? There's like a, a little nets there? I'm pretty certain. If I, if I remember correctly, there's a very large Olympic section. There's a large Australian rules section, cricket section. Um, there's, uh, I think they had a ball from um, the Melbourne Storm. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and then they had yeah. like a little player. You can have, you can have kids parties there and stuff like that. Um, and so I kids think it's parties, like, fucking yeah. adults parties. This should be well, yeah, adult parties as well. Yeah, for sure. So you can like I think throw the ball and see how quickly you can um, record your speed, um, kick yeah. the ball through the goals. I think there's some basketball stuff going on as well. But I highly highly recommend, and also because of their new display as well. So, they have a new display and it says you can't miss Geelong Cat's Catman visiting us inside the museum with his own costume on display. And then it goes on to talk about, just a reminder, we're closed for the school holidays. So, Catman, there's a photo of Catman in front of a glass case that has uh, a Catman jacket. A Catman uh, jacket. One of the ones that he would have sported uh, down at the Cattery and uh, you, you all would have seen him. And probably one of the ones that he would have... He would have been wearing, as he said, things that people weren't ready to hear. When he was just a witty man and he, what did he say? Mate. I'm not politically correct? Yeah, something I think along he those about lines. He, he kind of went up to the line or something like that. 
And so maybe yeah. we had a bit of fun with that. We, th- we thought it was amusing that Catman, because essentially he, he stopped, he said, I'm stopping going to games by the fact that people can't yeah. handle my witty mouth. <laughs> he's, he's been censored. They've censored Catman. He couldn't handle it. He's the been cancelled. The people couldn't handle what the cat had to say. <laughs> and so he's cancelled himself from going to games. So I, as Dylan alerted this, uh, this, uh, this post to us, and I responded with, uh, so this is on the actual post of the Australian Sports Museum, which I guess is fairly cheeky when you do think about it. And I said, this was shortly before he was ushered out because of a few takes people couldn't handle. <laughs> so he's not tagged in at any point at this. He's not tagged in. I didn't tag him in. I would never, ever do that. Yeah. Like alert the person that you're, you know, you're sledging to their thing. <laughs> so then Catman has come back at us on Claws the out. day. Claws out, mate. All of it. He used. He was going to burn up all of his nine lives to fucking come for Junk Time podcast. He said, and this hurts, man. This fucking hurts. Mm-hmm. He said, maybe you need a few more followers oh. before you can criticise uh, blowing a kiss emoji and a shush emoji. He's gone the double emoji. He's double emoji. Just blow a kiss. Shh. Um, that's actually pretty remarkable. Actually, when I saw this, and this was alerted you. Alerted you know how hard too. it is to type. You know how hard it is to type with a paw. <laughs> <laughs> but. But also, I actually didn't realise that, that that was a message from us. I thought I thought we'd been tagged in, and so I didn't realise actually that you had actually done that. So oh, right. I, I, I don't quite know how I feel about this now. <laughs> by the fact that I kind of feel like it's actually okay for Catman to come back at us. By the fact I thought someone else was being like a bit of a dick, but it's like oh no 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 you you've <laughs> been a dick. <laughs> you've been a real dick. Well, I didn't think that uh, I did. I, I genuinely did not think that he would uh, be reading that, of course, uh-huh. because I would never have done it. But obviously, the cat man is very proud of uh, his stuff being on display in the uh, uh, the sports museum, and so he has come back. And so now I have had to go into hiding because I'm afraid of what the cat man can do. But having said that, it is a fair achievement to get your costume into the um, the sports well, hall of fame. Like that's pretty cool. Uh, well, you say that, but does that just say that? Um, they're running out of shit to put in the Sports Hall of Fame. That's actually like a good gone, point as well. <laughs> they've gone, like, what was there before in that glass case? Was it just <laughs> empty? And they're like, fuck, there's a big gap. What could we put in there? And they go, oh, there was that uh, the guy dressed as a cat. Fuck, let's do it. <laughs> Have they? Do we need to research him? Ah, he's fine. <laughs> just put it in there. And also, yeah, it's kind of that thing of like, uh, you know, that guy dresses like a cat and it's like, mm. oh, yeah, you know that guy that like, Everyone would just gawk at when he walked around the ground going, yeah. fuck, what is he actually doing? And then even worse, he then had to get on the train and go back to Geelong like an hour odd trip. And it's like just there's See, a cat sitting there looking, reading the, the footy <laughs> record that he didn't get to, reading the player profile. So do you think like um, he's basically ruined any opportunity for him to go out after a game? You can't just go, like, you know, you finish, a, you watch a game of the MCG and you wander over to the corner in Swan Street. He's just, he doesn't go and see a band <laughs> after he's seen, after he's seen the footy and just go, I'll check out what's going on in the corner. And the band, like, imagine some American bands playing and there's this fucking cat in the <laughs> middle of the pit. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Imagine, like, Catman, like, and I can actually see if, if he comes at us again. Like, uh, he's yeah. actually got a good, good point. But imagine Catman at three in the morning, like, eating a kebab. Like after, <laughs> <laughs> or or if he's picked up and you wake up and he's got like the makeup's all smeared. Oh, imagine, wa- imagine he's got to do the walk of shame. <laughs> walk of shame. <laughs> 
He's got the he's got the jacket you know, over the shoulder. It's hard enough. Makeup's like, all fucking smooth. You know, smeared. you might see like a, a girl or something. You know, in the short, you know, yeah. sequined shirt, uh, skirt, walking around in the high yeah. heels at like ten a in the morning. You know, yeah. catching a tram or whatever. Clearly hungover, mm. maybe regretting <laughs> life's choices. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Yeah. You see, Catman just the wig <laughs> dragging along the ground. <laughs> Like three fingernails have fallen off. <laughs> One of his fangs is missing. <laughs> He's hitchhiking down the Princess Highway. It's fucking not going to get back to Geelong. I've got to stop doing this. <laughs> oh, God. <Far laughs> anyway, anyway, he's come to kill us. So uh, hopefully he kills you and not me. Well, why don't we go through Catman's Instagram? So he said... You should have more followers. Now we're not actually big yeah. Instagram people. I don't take that as an insult by the fact you don't. Like, I, I actually barely really know how to use it. Oh wait a second. Okay, Catman. So we have six hundred ninety-six. Yep. Followers. And he came at us and said you should have more followers, right? Mm. Yeah. Now, Catman, you got seven hundred ninety. Yeah. So like a hundred more. Yeah, he's gone hard. He's gone hard, no. boy. And also, too, like, his logic is, like, if you've got more, then therefore You're it's okay for you to sledge me. Yeah. And then, Catman, I reckon you've probably posted a lot more than we have. Like, I feel like Catman, like, I mean, maybe, yeah, it's probably been a big a big 12 months for Catman, you know, obviously. Big, <laughs> witty mouth. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I would have thought if he'd have way more than that, just by the fact the novelty of it, you know. Well, he's a Catman. Well, yeah, I figure, I figure like it kind of would almost be like the law. Like if you kind of move to Geelong, like immediately, like when yeah. the real estate agent hands over the keys, they go, here's the cat man's socials, <laughs> uh, follow him <laughs> and and get, well, it's actually, yeah, quite interesting. Um, I wonder if cat man, oh, here we go, cat man with a cup, uh, cat man with a premiership cup. Let me just say that's probably like 20, 2011 or something on the boundary after the game. Yeah. The amazing thing is, I don't know how the players spotted him to hand him the cup. Like, how did they pick no, him out the crowd? That's a point. Yeah, yeah. There would have been thousands of other cat people. Um, hey, uh, now, you and I were lucky enough to go to the football yesterday. We did. Not together. We haven't done that yet. Uh, one no. of us barracks for our team and went to the Hawthorne-Carlton game for at least a half. But the other one, a little precious. But um, we, uh, I went down to the Melbourne-Hawthorne game yesterday. It's a bit weird. It was a 435 game. Okay, I don't think I've been to a 435 oh, yeah. game. Um, on a home and away, I think that's when a twilight would start. Did that set the record for the most pairs of RM Williams in the one place? It was very interesting. Okay, so I did go along. Uh, I actually was noticed. I noticed this. I went along with my mama and papa, and um, mm-hmm. good I family. Did notice, I like it. I did notice because I'm in Melbourne for a while, for a few months, doing some work down here. So not in um, uh, Rod Carter's studios, obviously. Uh, and I did notice at the particular suburb that we went to, uh, there were a lot of Hawthorne and Melbourne fans. <laughs> and Is that right? Is and that it right? made a lot of sense for the particular <laughs> suburb that we were yep, in. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it was, uh, was, it was a lot. Su- is this suburb out east, perhaps? I'm, I'm going to suggest, like, if you went out to, like, you know, far west, uh, mm. there weren't quite the number of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, went along and I uh, got a football in real life at the end of the um at the end of the pod. Um, but uh, no, it was cool. I um, uh, I think the ten point loss kind of flattered us a bit. 
you know, I think Melbourne gave up in that like kind of last 15, 20 minutes. We put on a few goals. Um, but, you know, you just want to show them a bit of effort. Bit of effort. Um, but Melbourne fans, man, they're fucking on board. Like, they're... Oh, they're up and about. They're up and about. I'm not saying they're cocky, like just the general air. I'm not saying that people I kind of spoke to at the game, but um, like yep. mates and stuff. But um, but they're definitely like they've got an air about them, and also they're yeah, fair yeah, okay. entitled to have an air about them. They're seven and zip, and also you know I am gonna uh, uh, if I had to bet on a team to win the flag this year, go yeah Melbourne because you know they're even Absolutely. winning games like in third gear, you know. And also they had the COVID thing. They didn't have the coach. Um, didn't have a bunch of players, and I was like, just going, oh, well, you kind of like just on Thursday, not wishing harm to people, but just being like, could someone have coughed on like track or Clayton Oliver or Gordy? <laughs> yeah, yes, like, come yeah. on, guys, yeah. like, <laughs> someone decent. Yeah, we didn't have any ruckman. Get us out there. So they're flying at the moment. So they've won seven straight. How's Frio? What a huge win that was. Let's give credit to Fremantle where it's yep. due. That is a massive win down at Geelong. You know, because basically you can almost bank on Geelong winning almost all their home games down there. Yeah, and that, for sure. You know, Frio are the real fucking deal. Question without notice. Oh. Can Frio win the flag? Uh, I reckon Melbourne's so far ahead at this stage. Now, could Frio make the grand final if they get two home finals? That make it very convenient for them. Um, yep. I don't really buy the kind of we don't play at the G thing. I know, I know. I think kind of the best team kind of wins anyway. Um, but I, I feel like uh, I think we're going a little bit early with Freo at the minute. Okay, I'd still okay. maybe think there are a couple other teams sniffing around. But at the same time, I think it's how far Melbourne right now. Um, but then also you look at the ladder. Like there are a few teams that kind of been jumping around. Like haven't, you know, didn't make finals this year, uh, last year, but are there? Yes, that is true. And surprisingly, Collingwood are in the eight. That's where the, no one would have picked that. Everyone thought that they were going to be, you know, having a bit of a, another down year before they kind of got the kids coming up. But, you know, they're, they're going pretty well, you would say. That's all right. You can just win what you can win. Hey, and what about Jack Skull? Did you say that? No, I didn't. Dude, he ran around like three different people, like yeah. pirouetted. Like, I, I, I would imagine it's goal of the year uh, right now. Like... Uh, that, if, it, okay. if, if it doesn't win, it will become it will come very close, and you'd have to do something very special to beat it. That's a big call. Yeah. So your game, what happened with you? Yeah. So I, for the first time, uh, went to Marvel this year. So I got to see the uh, the sexy scoreboards that Ooh. Gil was talking about. Wow. So because I'm in really really good seats on the wing, the so they are massive. These scoreboards. They probably would be at least like beyond the width of the width of the goals I would thought so they're, they're yep. quite wide at the end of each, at the end of the ground but it's not convenient to look at so I'm on a wing so you've got to kind of look to your right or left it's not like it's in your eye line look up above the like the play and then the scoreboards there if that makes sense yeah sure so you've got to actually look to it so you kind of don't do it and the, the, the one thing that I find really annoying and this is the same at the MCG why is there a delay on the scoreboard? Like, it's act- the actual fucking ground. Like, should there be zero delay at all? Or is um, that just impossible? Well, I, I've never really noticed a delay, but also I would imagine they're getting the broadcast feed. Okay, uh, well, I mean, I'm actually just talking shit now. But I would imagine they're getting... It's not like they plug the camera into the scoreboard. I imagine they're getting the broadcast feed, which they have to shoot into space, and then it comes down. But I have never noticed a delay. Have you noticed a delay? Yeah, absolutely. There's a delay. It's it's like it's minimal, but if you're looking at the scoreboard, like if someone kicks 
if I say kick now, then it'll be like a half a second later. It's yeah, just okay. a bit of a lag. A bit gotcha. of a lag. It's really annoying. I know there've been a couple of times where they've kind of the tension has been too much for me. Like I can picture yep. this in my head in the twenty fourteen prelim when Port was coming back against Hawthorne, mm. and I couldn't couldn't handle it. And so I kind of watched the TV through the window of a bar, but that didn't really work because the TV you could hear was the on crowd. A delay. You could hear the crowd. Yeah. So yeah, the crowd, yeah. big crowd cheer when you see a ball going towards a poor player and you go, oh, fuck, that marked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the other thing is um, that's why, like, KO is really bad. If you're in a WhatsApp group with mates who are really getting stuck into the game, you basically can't watch on KO because it's about, you know, three or eight seconds behind. Oh, really? And so yeah, people okay. will be like, what a goal. And you're like, fuck, I haven't seen that yet. You know, yeah, you just gotcha. things buzzing around. It's kind of annoying. You, you but, remember my old place near the MCG that I lived at? Like, um, yes. uh, at there, you could hear the crowd cheer before the ball went through the goals. Oh, on the TV broadcast. Yeah. So that's why I had some very, very quick internet and I was just doing a bit of market <laughs> market work in India. <laughs> just be like, oh, three seconds, got it on. Bang. So the other thing they do with the scoreboard, so the, the scoreboards, they, they, they are good. They do look good, but they, the older ones now, so the ones that they um, were there originally, they just run this fucking shit of statistics and all this stuff just flashing up all the time. Oh, okay. It's like, so they're still there. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really strange. So you look at like, uh, so say I'm on the wing, you look at three o'clock and there's the big scoreboard and then at one o'clock there's the old scoreboard. Huh, it's okay. really it's really odd that they're still there. They're kind of they're almost sort of next to each other. One's in the pocket, one's at full forward. It's just a really strange thing. You would have thought you'd get rid of them. Like what? I mean, I, I, mean, I imagine they're adding those stats. But like, you know, are you really there? You know, watching the game, going, oh, geez, that's the most time on ball they've had for three years. You know, it was so weird. And then you know they're flashing them up. And they're like, you know. Um, after the first goal, it's like, who's got the most disposals on the ground and who's got metres gain? And you're like, we're, we're three minutes in. Like, just fucking hold it off. Just show the replay and move on with it. It's just so... It was, like, really over the top of how much they were doing it. It's just like... Um, like, it's done. It's almost like it's done for a TikTok audience of just going, bang, bang, bang. We need stuff happening all the time. It's like, this is so fucking shit. I don't need it. I'm going to also imagine, like, couldn't they have converted that area into seats? Yes, I would have thought so too. Yeah. I thought you just do that and just have the new scoreboards. Like, what's the problem? Or fucking whack a window in there so you can, you know, you can see out either to the Docklands or to the city. Well, I'm trying to think, do they still have that, that kind of the black window area? I haven't been to Marvel for a good, you know, probably since 2019, I must say. But yeah. like, if they, we, we obviously, like, the joke was that was where, when it opened, like, that was where um, Colo. That was his lair, his Darth Vader oh, lair. Oh, yes, yes, the, the like the Death Star kind of thing yeah, up the top. Yeah, yeah. Is that still there? I don't, actually don't even yeah. know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would imagine it was. I wasn't looking for it, but you'd say so. So that was just underneath one of the screens, wasn't it? I think you're right, yeah. And it kind of looked like an area yeah. that was either like a super-duper corporate spot or it was yep. like where Ian Collins would kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah. get a blood transfusion from like a younger <laughs> younger man or something, you know? Like when he had the that other kind thing of I don't dark night kind of thing. The other thing I don't understand at the footy is, you know, that advertising that runs around the boundary. So yep. that kind of flickers on and changes and stuff. Yeah. Have you ever, has anyone ever looked at that? There was uh, one last night that kept popping up for a finance company. I can't ever remember the name. That's how little it registered to me. Mm -hmm. Like you would pay a fortune to get that because it's on the TV broadcast. How many people do you reckon actually that affects that kind of advertising? 
Uh, I, I can't imagine a great deal. I think it's more just about, you know, the colour and movement and also, you know, how however much money they get from that company. It's just like every little bit, you know, like we yeah. get every little bit of money we can from everything. So even if it just no runs good. for like a minute, that means the company's like, yeah, we're on the boundary for, you know, for a minute at the MCG on a Friday night. And like then their, you know, head kind of person goes, wow, that's a good initiative. And it's like, yeah, no one's going to care and buy a product, but, you know. But, I won't tell you that. But unless, say, you did it and it's Jack Ginnivan's goal of the year. Okay. And it's in the background. Get a few replays. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's going to get shown a hell of a lot. So you're like, yeah, this is this is actual party time. Given the goal, though, like if you were actually watching the advertising, like it yeah. actually is such a good goal. <laughs> if you were watching the advertising, you'd yeah. be like, I don't There's think you're much of a footy fan, mate. <laughs> yeah. So last week on the show, we talked about the uh, punch-on in the NRL during the uh, minute silence on the Anzac Day game. Yep. And unbelievably last night, punch or not a punch-on, a fight next to me. No way. At the game. Yeah, No yeah. way. No way. So, what did you say? Like, why did, why did you mate, uh, begin it? The guy needed to, uh, he needed to know that he was going bald and I had to say my piece. <laughs> no, so I'm sitting there. So I um, was next to a mate. And we were like two in from the aisle. So we we're basically next to the aisle. My mate was closer to the aisle. And then you just hear this screaming just start out of nowhere. So this is during the second quarter. Okay. And so there was two blokes. Probably one was like in his mid-50s. One was probably in his 60s. Ooh. And the, the older 60s guy was a Carlton supporter. The other guy was a North Melbourne supporter. Yep. And so the, the Carlton guy's going, I'll fucking, I'll fucking kill you. I'll fucking I'll bash you. And the north, the north place going, yeah, fucking come on, mate, come on, fucking have a go. Uh. And so, and so the the Carlton, the older guy, just fucking swung this fucking haymaker at him like a slap, right? Oh, he, he fucking him. he will smithed him. Yeah, yeah, but he, but he missed, he missed the smith. No. So he's so he's gone for it, and then the, so he had the higher ground. The Carlton, as we said last week, got to have higher ground. Got to have higher ground. And the North guy is going, fucking come on, mate, come on. And then the fucking security runs in and then like people are pushing in between them and stuff. He's going, I'll fucking, I'll fucking get you, mate. He goes, and then the North guy, as he's getting escorted out. So clearly he had started it because he was kicked out and accepted it. He yep. was just like, yeah, I'm gone. Yeah. And then as think. he's leaving, he just goes to the car and he goes, your club's been shit for 25 years. And it's like, mate, we all know that. Like that's not a sledge. <laughs> Carlton supporters are just here going, yeah, yeah, like we've been saying that, mate. That's, <laughs> that, that's not hurtful. Like we're okay with that, <laughs> mate. It was that's, fucking great. It was so that's much remarkable. Fun. Yeah, it was intense. But also, okay, can we dig a bit deeper? Like, do you do you reckon you have any idea what might have happened or might have been? Said? Yes. So we asked what happened, and so the North Melbourne guy had been potting. So the uh, other guy was there. The Carlton guy was there with his son. His son must have been a bit vocal about the footy and what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then the North Melbourne guys had like a real crack at the sun, and so the dad was standing up for his for his oh, kid. Okay, yeah, and not, I'm not saying like you know, child. He was like an adult child, yep, but yep. he still old man fucking stood up and went, "Hey, you don't talk to my son like that." And then it was on, and then he said, "Carlton the shit," and you're like, "Ooh, that hurts." There's something a little bit. I mean, already it's pathetic. Like if you fight at the football, like what are you doing? Like seriously, like I mean, I know we. It gave was it. really tragic. It was really. I know tragic. we gave it was like, like a oh, step fuck. by step. Power to last week. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get onto that. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, I, I mean, you you are mouthy at the football, okay? I've, I've, I've said that a number of times. Now, you might have yeah. toned down your game, and obviously over the last few years haven't been to games together, but you are mouthy, okay? But not, not two people, but 
No, oh, I just commentate on what's happening on yeah. the ground. Yeah, yeah. But could you imagine if, if anyone turned on you or me, like how quickly we would capitulate? Like I, I actually, actually, I actually caught myself yesterday. Like I think Hawthorne kicked a goal in like the second term, and actually caught myself as how unemotional I was towards that goal. I was just like, okay, cool. Like really? Yeah. Like I barely clap. I do a lot of nodding. I do a lot of you know, good hit. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I I get more annoyed when people around me just make stupid comments. Yeah, you know, sure. like the like the guy next to me is like, "Oh, it's it, it's not netball," and you're like, "Mate, it was a fucking free kick. Like, just don't yeah, don't yeah. say that." Yeah, yeah. And it was a free kick, and like even at the start of the game, they hadn't even had the ball up yet. They bounce it down, and he goes, "Just just throw it up," and it's just like, mate. They hadn't even fucked one up yet. Like, what yeah, are you? Sure, sure, you, came, sure. you came armed with that. He was thinking about that in the car on the drive in. Just going. I mean, I. I mean, I, I, mean, the I mean, I don't like to brag. I mean, I don't make a big deal about this. But um, uh, when they give a fifteen meter penalty, I don't make a big deal. Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. But um, I'm the guy who invented uh, when they go a long way, like they go more than fifty. Oh yeah. yeah I yeah. go. Um, gee, I'd like to buy property from him. <laughs> Is that yours? I invented that in 1988. Oh, <laughs> Mate, the day they brought it in. I should have fucking trademarked it. I tell you what, people yeah, have been absolutely. using it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, but that, yeah, that I mean, a, pathetic. Pathetic. If you're like 60, fighting a 50 year old, like, like, mate, and then, and then, like, if that, even if you are defending your son, like, mm. I mean, did the son step in? Like, and kind of, like, kind of go, I'll take care of this. But no, also, they were just kind of. He was just kind of sitting there, just sort of like. Um, I think I, it, it all ha- it like happened really quickly. Yeah, sure. And he's probably going, "What like, the fuck what? is happening?" Like if my yeah, dad, that, that is exactly the response. At the footy threw a punch. I'd be like, "Okay, I think, I think, I think we need to take you to a home." I think, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not quite right. So it was action packed at the footy last night. Fuck, it was good to be back. And also, I didn't realise this. They called Jaden Stevenson uh, Steve O. They call him Sleevo because he wears long sleeves. So there you go. Ah, okay. Something gotcha. for the North fans. Yeah. Very interesting. It's always good to hear who the opposition fans dislike on their own team. You know, when you're like, as a, as a supporter, like for a Carlton supporter, it's probably Lockie Plowman is the one that cops it the most from us. But then to hear opposition. Fans sledging their own play, and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, I didn't think it was too bad, but I understand what you're saying. I hear you. Hey, uh, massive AFLW news, man. Well, it's all been happening. Like, uh, what are the four new expansion teams have yeah. um, come into the league? And so it's basically a fucking free-for-all. Which it really is. It's probably the worst thing that could happen. Well, it's good that there's extra teams, and that means, you know, there's four more opportunities, four more teams worth of opportunities for people to be able to play. Yep. But... The way that they can just come and get on, un, uh, contracted players from your team is just like, as a as a you know, Carlton lost a couple of absolute guns. Well, we lost Maddie Prisparkas to Essendon because that's who she grew up barracking for. Yeah, and you're like, but she's an absolute fucking gun. It'd be like you know, if there was another football team, uh, men's team start up, and they just go take who you want. They go, oh, we'll take Dusty, and Richmond would be like, what? You can't fucking do that. Well, I think maybe it's like now that people actually are, you know, every team is represented. Like you do have that opportunity to. You know, maybe you've made a name for yourself at another club and go like, I actually really kind of, you know, want to wear that jumper, you know? And Aaron yeah, Phillips the childhood has done kind of that. Dream. Um, Aaron Phillips has jumped over to Port. Now, can we say, is it out mm. of line, Adam, to say that Aaron Phillips is one of the greatest traitors of all time? No, I think that's fair to say. You know, we are equal opportunity sledges on this show and she is one of the lowest of the lows. 
and you just can't do that. And also Port Adelaide, I mean, whoever's a recruiter down at Port Adelaide, they need to have a good, long, hard look at themselves because you have picked up a 36-year-old who's had knee issues. Like, just seriously, what are you going to get out of her? I mean, you just got to think ahead, you know. What are they going to get, one year out of her at best? I mean, just a wasted opportunity for Port Adelaide. I mean, also, I mean, uh, I mean yeah, I mean, again, on the Port people, I mean, when you look back mm. on her career, done nothing. Mm, true. Like, won nothing. Yeah. Suspect on the left foot. <laughs> also, too, can't even focus on one sport. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Try. Oh, fucking footy play. What are you? What are you, Aaron? Like, yeah, fucking, pay attention. You know, pay attention, huh? Yeah. Like us two, we're fucking nailed being rubbish comedians. And she's just fucking <laughs> drifting all <laughs> no, over you're the lying. world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think it's just going to be, it's going to blow up in Port's face. And... You know, so it should. I mean, they've brought this on themselves. So uh, uh, this is on you, Port Adelaide. You and should definitely. have a long, hard look at yourselves. No, it's a very good point also. And, and, and I mean, Aaron Phillips was already a villain. Like, yeah. if you talk to anyone who, uh, you know, oh, has any uh, kind of interest in the AFLW, like, yeah, we hear, you hear the word Aaron Phillips. Before you even get the uh out, people are like, are you talking yeah. about Aaron Phillips? I don't want to <laughs> yeah, hear about yeah. her. I don't want to hear yeah. about that she, lady. She's basically their... Toby Green, AFLW's Toby Green. That's the kind of loathing that she inspires. That's actually quite interesting. Do you think? And I, I actually, no, you couldn't, could you? Do you think if she played for Port next year or this year, um, do you think people would boo her if she played like if they played against Adelaide? I wonder. That actually would be really fascinating. I imagine if you're a Crow supporter, then yes, wholeheartedly you would. And I think that is great for the code because you start to get that kind of you know theatre into it yeah. and you know you start to get entrenched hatred within you know in between teams and I think it's fantastic I remember going to um, a Hawthorne game against Sydney in 2014 or so and you know Buddy obviously left at the end of 2013 and I was like nah not booing not doing it not doing it but when push came to shove I was like boo really? <laughs> did you really but in a fun way like we were there like yeah, doing it in yeah. a fun way it wasn't like you know like actual anger it was more just like the theater of it you know yes but, um, yeah and, and and i think that 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 can be good for footy what i don't get though like um who is it uh clark for frio who left geelong and went to frio because he couldn't get a game at geelong so he's like i want out because i want to go to free i just want a game and they're like all right well fuck off jordan clark and he got booed yesterday, and it's like your team didn't play him. He was well, in that's reserves. The thing. No, no, you're right. Like there are players who like actually got knifed by the club, and they go to another club, and then they play, yeah. and they get booed by the team. It's like, mate, they, they had no choice. They had to leave. <laughs> like you can't just like you can't just like, hang around for a while and go. Oh, just like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. keep my locker. Yeah. Like um at um uh, the uh, watching the coverage of the um, Easter Monday game and uh, seeing uh, oh, Isaac Smith. Isaac get booed. Smith. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, yeah, like the club came to me and was like, um, we think you should go. <laughs> like, what yeah. am I going to do? Yeah, and and he'd seen the writing on the wall. They got rid of Sam Mitchell. They got rid of Jordan Lewis. They got rid of fucking Luke Hodge. Like, there are players, <laughs> like really good players they got rid of. And he's like, yeah, well, why would I stick around? They didn't want me. Yeah. So we wish Aaron Phillips all the best. But you're a Absolutely. dirty yeah. low, uh, low dog trader. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> hey, footballers in real life? 
What? Who did you see? You've 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 kept us in suspense. Who did you see at the? Oh yeah, yesterday? did a bit of um sizzle at the top. Um, so went to the uh, MCG yesterday and uh, Hawthorne. Oh, yeah. Which which bit? Which section? Uh just kind of around gate gate two. Just gate just two. Yeah, right. Gate two. I don't know. I just, okay. Yeah, you know, I, I go in gate two. I don't know what that means. I just go in gate two. You know. <laughs> just wander in. Yep. And um, were you wearing? Did you have a t-shirt on or what kind of? I I made sure that I. Feel the cold around my neck, so I made sure I had a collar. <laughs> gotcha. I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> but actually, got a little update from the um from the hand waver the other day, like yesterday. Oh yeah. Um, usually I have got as my in little as in the security the security buzzer thing. Yeah, yeah, going through. I have, usually have my my little over the shoulder satchel, kind of over my shoulder. Now, hang on, if you if you're there with your parents, does that mean there were three transistor radios happening? What no, actually, I lost my parents because we we're going to meet at our seat, so they uh they hung around at the Richmond station where they got the little kind of Golf cubby, um, mm-hmm. golf, buggy. golf footy, buggy, yeah, um, to take you up to the casino. It's a bit of a walk for them. Um, yep. And I, uh, when they went and kind of waited for that, I was like, I think it would look weird if I <laughs> came with you, so I'm going to walk up the road. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the lady this time, where she uh, made me hold the bag away from me, while she did the wave. When so I've never had that before. Usually if I've got the bag over my shoulder, they're just going to do the wave. And then, yep, yep. you know, front, back. And then um, let me go through. But she made sure that I uh, held the bag out. Um, so she wasn't waving the bag. Well, that gives you some kind of sense that maybe it's doing something. <laughs> well, no. But then you think about that. Like, they've searched What's in bag. the bag? They've looked in it. Yeah. They're, they're it was not, full of wa- C4. They're not waving it. And I'm like going... Yeah. Like, because, I mean, I had... I had some stuff in there, like if four yeah, C4 you know, plastic explosives. Out, like, three good yeah. time. I was gonna prepare to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I saw Jack Watts. The Jack Watts. Walk past Jack Watts. Uh, tall yep. man, uh, wearing a Melbourne tie. Imagine he has some kind of affinity with the club now. Maybe going to a, probably too late to have been going to a function. So maybe coming from a function, maybe. Yeah. Um, yep. Weird though, he was wearing goggles. Now, I don't know why he was wearing... <laughs> was it, did he have board shorts on? Did he have Speedos on? He does love a, he does love a swim. Yeah, he, uh, he he looked very trim, fine, terrific. So let me think, yep. when he retired, was that last year or the year before? I feel like the year before. Uh, that is an excellent question. I'm going to say the year before as well. No worries. Because I reckon well. he broke his ankle in front of a crowd. Yeah, sure, sure. So, okay, yes. if there were any um, disgruntled partners out there who want to send us that information when Jack uh, broke his ankle, <laughs> let us know. Yes. From yes. Josh, uh, around Christmas and New Year's just been, uh, I was getting a few things from my local IGA near Port Adelaide. Uh, as I was elbow deep in the yogurt section trying to find <laughs> some Lightning McQueen yogurts for my son, a huge unit <clears throat> with a mop of dreadies <laughs> and a bag of peaches walked by him. I immediately recognised him as none other than the recruit winner, X-Line, and Andrew Island medalist, Matty Eagles. There you go. Matty Eagles is actually a great name for a footballer, but also it a is, great isn't name. It? It's pretty it's cool. A, it's a great name for a mascot, too. Like yeah. if, if you were told like the West Coast mascot was called Matty Eagles, you'd be like, yeah, I could handle that. Nah, but they always go with an alliteration, don't they? It'd be like Eric the Eagle or Eddie the Eagle. Uh, being six foot one and ninety kilos myself, I felt emasculated and intimidated by his height and size. I thought to myself, I wouldn't even bother attempting to tackle him on the footy field to save myself the embarrassment. <laughs> the guy very obviously keeps himself in top nick. We locked eyes, 
Mm. Okay, here's this going. Uh, you locked eyes. <laughs> I half considered saying g'day and decided not to approach him as COVID was in full swing at the time. Oh, okay, yeah, that's smart, when everything's smart. You know, we ripped off yep. the band-aid, mate. We did. Uh, but I could tell he noticed the recognition. He eventually picked up a couple of bottles of kombucha and walked off. Oh, there you go. Matty Eagles. I reckon he would have been wrapped to be recognised, you know. You know, when you've played in, you've been in a reality show, you've played a handful of games, and then when someone gets here and clocks you and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I played AFL. It's actually not bad. I mean, to come from the recruit too, like. Absolutely. It's a huge I don't know if I 100% agree with the idea, but I kind of like the idea that. No, it's terrible. A dude could do that. Because if if you're any good at your if you are half decent, then you should have been picked up before that, yeah? Well, I mean, they come in different shapes and sizes. Like, you know, obviously, you know, there can be great players that come through when they're, you know, 24. But no, I know, I know. But you would have been noticed at a, you know, a lower level is what yeah. I'm saying. That if you are, if you are half decent, then you, you're you not just... You, I mean, I guess, having said that, Tom Stewart was playing down with Bowen Heads and um, mm. Matty Scarlett said, fuck, this guy's not bad. And then they plucked him out of fucking nowhere. So yeah, sure. I sure. stand corrected. But then you kind of think to yourself, like, is there a deal going on where they go, hey, club, to make a happy ending, we'll pay for everything, put that dude on your list if you can. They're not a spy, how, but oh, they may not how, be. How dare you, Michael? The cynicism with which you cast it's, uh, your... I mean, I uh, hate to besmirch the, the good people reality who TV? recruit. Yeah. Is that a Hachi job? Uh, that is an excellent question. Uh, Hachi worked on the... What was the original one with the... Um, Maguire Media. There we go. Uh, but what was the original one with the Hammerheads? Remember that? That was a show on Channel 7. Yeah, but I think that was like more like a... Um, we're following them during the year. Like we're not actually... Um, oh, did I not try and get someone on the list? Uh, look. I mean, question without notice again, okay? Yeah, a reality I mean, fuck, question man. How many times have I told you... If, I, yeah. if I'm going to talk about the Hammerheads on, on yeah. this podcast, I need a good week or two to research. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm you know how particular I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a football in real life, but one from Sean here. So uh, accompanied by a picture of the AFL kitchen and bar. Uh, and actually, people, actually, I think this might be a thing we can open up, Adam. If you, if you do have a moment at the AFL kitchen and bar, send us oh. your um, picture. You know, what did you order? Did you get we the pepperoni? We want to know about it. Uh, the the yeah. Premiership pepperoni or the... Um, yep. Midfield margarita. margarita. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Gil, Gil went with yeah. the pepperoni, but idiot. Yeah, I think Gil didn't want to um, pursue that avenue of questioning a great deal <laughs> longer. <laughs> but I want to find out. Take um, you know, send a picture of your meal, picture of your drink of wine yeah. that fucking they stung me twenty bucks for, like a fucking yeah. while, just waiting to charge my phone. <laughs> um, but yeah, we want to make uh, the Eiffel Kitchen Bar a thing and. Uh, and then we um we buy a franchise and we take it all around the world. Uh, yep. We're still like that bloke who stole McDonald's. Uh, uh, from Sean, grabbed a quick photo of this fine establishment. A photo was like out the front. Uh, on my way to the Virgin Lounge because I'm doing very well. Would have loved to go inside, but unfortunately they were playing a replay of the Bombers getting pants by the Dockers. I had no interest in watching uh, that as I had seen four quarters live, three rows from the fence, and my two sons asked me why I picked this team. Oh, sorry, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Thank God for the fake, sh- the fake champagne, Great Northern, and chicken sandwich. Oh, there you go. From that, that would hurt, wouldn't it? If your parents, if your kids went, why are we, why are we following this team? Dude, I remember years ago, like years ago, probably probably when Hawthorne were doing all right, um, uh, which is pretty much every decade yeah, since I was born. But kidding, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> no, it was when they were like, maybe it was like 2012, 2013, whatever. And um, yep. listening to the 3AW, uh, uh, it was, I think, Sports Today at the time, like the kind of six to eight show they had yep. with Jared yep. Eel and yep. Dwayne Russell. And, um, and <laughs> like I like a 12, 13-year-old girl called up and, um, and she was like, anyway, my dad makes me barrack for Richmond. Is that child abuse? And you can so see like the dad kind of trying to rip the phone out of her hand in the, <laughs> in the background. So friend of the show, Paul Collegia, who's a long-suffering St Kilda supporter, his old man uh, barracked for Essendon and they grew up uh, down like Frankston Way. And his dad was like, well, it's going to be easier to, for, for me to take you to Moorabbin rather than yeah. going to Windy Hill every week. So rather than allowing him to see five premierships in his lifetime, mm. he has given him zero premierships in his lifetime because it was easy to go to Moorabbin. Well, we had friend of the show, Jason Marion, on very early days of the show. And in round about early 80s, I reckon, they lived around the Moorabbin area. His dad oh, was yeah. a Hawthorne fan. Jason was a St Kilda fan. And actually, Jason convinced his dad to become a St Kilda fan. <laughs> just before Hawthorne kicked off on their era. Great. They don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do. They love each other. Uh, from Bailey. Uh, at a 21st in Perth. So this was accompanied by a photo. Um, Kale Hooker rocked up. And was an absolute gentleman when asked for photos with the guy who tried to chase down Buddy. Wait a second. Read that again. Out of 21st in Perth, Cale Hooker rocked up yeah. and was an absolute gentleman when asked for the fo- for photos with the guy. Yeah, okay, gotcha. But, well, yeah, I mean, technically, that doesn't quite make sense, but that's okay. He's the guy who chased down Buddy. Yeah, but you... Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. He even grabbed a Mr. Limpy dildo worn by my friend as part of a peacock costume. And so the photo had... Uh, Kale with kind of like a little kind of plasticky kind of thing in his hand. A Mr. Limpy dildo. Oh, there you go. Mm. Um, A.K.A. Adam Rosenbergs from Kylie. Hi, guys. I was so excited to hear you discussing payroll. We talked payroll last week, didn't we? We did, yeah. yeah mate. All, the big, all the big topics on this show. We hit the hard issues here on the Chunks and Manfall <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Tell you what. Yeah. We, should be, we should have a show on Sky News. Um, yeah. I do payroll for a large company. Yeah, it's basically recording leak because we're trying to work out what to payroll do because we kind of thought like, yes. is it kind of just, tran- not just, but like transferring money? Like what more do you do? Uh, basically recording leave, uh, adding new people in, terminating them, processing super, uh, creating their login access and running lots of reports. It's a bit thankless sometimes. And actually, actually give a it shout out thankless. to your payroll people. Yeah. They keep things running. You know what? If you don't notice them, it means they're doing a great job. It's really good. The payroll are the umpires of the office. <laughs> they are. They should be on 300 grand a year, and there should only be nine of them in the country. I, I but any of them any of them can put the super in whenever they want, whenever they I do they find choose. that funny, actually, because in the office I'm working in right now, I do find it weird. I haven't really brought it up, but the, the person who does payroll, they always are running backwards. I don't know why they're running backwards. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, they just love it. Why are they going to whistle? You're in payroll. And then I get an email, I hear a beep, and I turn my shoulder around, and they, I see them giving an all clear. <laughs> and that means the money's yeah, gone to yeah. my account. 
And whenever you put your arms out to question, where's my? Where's <laughs> oh, my, they get angry. Where's my? Yeah, that dog you fifty bucks. <laughs> They're not happy. It's a bit of a thankless uh, task sometimes. After working in payroll for over ten years, it's amazing how many people don't think twice about how mu- how money goes into their accounts. But if there is a problem, they will sure let you know about it. Haha. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them, I, Kylie. I love the place I work. Uh, even better, I have an office, so I get to listen to your podcast and not annoy people. Anyone with my laughing, laughing. Oh, Hope one day you'll come stuff. to Perth. For a live show, I would love to go to Perth for a live show. I would love to. I would love to take this uh, show on the road. I would happily do it if we knew that there was an audience. So, Junk Times, if you are keen, if you are in Adelaide and Perth, and you would come to a Junk Times show, let us know because you know if we know that there's going to be a crowd, and this means that if you are definitely going to come, because we don't want to put this show on with Josh Kennedy and uh, Nat Fife because he'll come do our thing. And we don't want 11 people there. No, so actually, let us that, know, Perth. That's actually a really good point, Junk Timers out there. If you want to hit us up on Twitter or um, uh, Instagram, I mean, maybe I mean we might have to take it down for a while because Catman's come at us. But <laughs> Facebook or uh, uh, Gmail, we're Junk Time Alpha Pod at all of them. So if you want to hit us up, like we actually are more than thrilled to do a show in Adelaide, do a show in Perth. Um, and there are some fucking spectacular guests that we could possibly get that we just oh. can't get by the fact for our live shows. You know, we can't fly people over and stuff, but we're happy to go there. And- It'll be fantastic. And I could guarantee you, we could almost guarantee you that if we did come to Adelaide, we could get uh, Mark Rusciuto because that man owes me. So Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. sure. But yeah. yeah, amazing characters in WA, in South Australia. Yeah, they'd be yeah. massive. So yeah, hit us up. And if, uh, if there's, you know, enough going on, then... Um, but also, let's not forget, the money means, not, means nothing to us because <laughs> uh, uh, we are doing very well. Yeah, uh, we're happy to FIFO. We're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time Apple Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. Go Hawks. Go Blues. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.